everybody. Bill Buckmaster back in the saddle again live after uh, we took the day off yesterday. Uh, ran a program that I thought was pretty darn good. One of our previously aired programs because we took the President's Day holiday. And today is Tuesday, even though it feels like a Monday for those of us back at work. It's February the 20th, 2024. And I understand it's National Love Your Pet Day. So give your dog a big hug or your kitty uh, a big love up. We're now in our 14th year with our radio program. We come to you from the Green Things Zocalo Village Studio. We have five radio stations under one roof now on the growing Bustos media presence here in town. This is 1030 KVOI, the voice, two sounds only source for local news and talk. We have worldwide live listening along with all of our podcasts over the past 13 full years at buckmastershow.com. We piggyback the live feed from kvoi.com. For our telephone interviews, the live line presented by Rincon Ventures Real Estate and Property Management. Let's get right at it. Terry Bracey is the Buckmaster contributor on Washington and governmental affairs. His unique role in representing Tucson's interests began with a 10-year stint on the staff of famed Congressman Morris K. Udall. Terry was then appointed to a sub-cabinet position by President Carter and subsequently served under four presidents of both parties. He's the founding partner of the respected public affairs firm Bracey Tucker Brown, which has worked on many of Tucson's successes in the nation's capital. And Terry is also a contributing columnist to the Arizona Daily Star. Hey, Terry, how are you? Bill, I'm fine. We had to sharpen up that uh, <laughs> that build up to me. I'm not that great. Well, it yeah, it's it cuts into your valuable airtime too. <laughs> no, bragging about what? Yeah, yeah. Well, well I want to talk about. Yeah, I want to talk about uh, your column. Uh, your you now a contributing columnist for the uh, for the Arizona Daily Star and. One of your columns appearing in Sunday's paper uh, that a Biden-Trump rematch shapes up to be the most important in uh, presidential election in modern American history. Why, Terry? Well, it's really true. Uh, There have been three really crucial elections in the last uh, half century. The first in 1964. Uh, where Lyndon Johnson defeated Arizona's Barry Goldwater in a landslide, and the resulting majorities in Congress allowed him to advance the last great reforms that FDR had wanted. Those included civil rights, Medicare, Medicaid, federal aid education, and so on. So that was a crucial uh, victory for the liberal side, and it created all those programs. Then in 1980, uh, President Reagan was elected uh, and brought an end to the liberal era and launched what became a 30-year period where conservative politics like welfare reform, trickle-down economics, and a huge military buildup held sway. It was that buildup that convinced the Russian leaders that they could no longer compete with the U.S. military capacity. And under Reagan, thus, we began the rapid dissolution of the Soviet empire. I don't know if Donald Trump's got that message. Mm -hmm. In 2024, though, we've got something unique. It's not a traditional election bill between American liberalism and American conservatism. It's shaping up to be a choice between representative government and autocracy. President Biden, you know, he fits into the classic American Democratic liberal uh, side of the coin. But increasingly, Trump is not a conservative. He's aligned himself with dictators, especially Putin. This this is really uh, a time of testing for democracy. And in every way and shape, form, it is the most important election in my lifetime, and I've had a long life. And so I hope people will really focus on it understand what the real issues are and get out and vote. All right, Terry, Terry let, also, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just wanted uh, to move on to another point. 
the, a new poll from Monmouth University finds nearly half of voters think it is very or somewhat likely that President Biden will be replaced as the Democratic nominee. Is it too late for that? Probably. Unless unless that, that decision is strictly in the hands of, of, of President Biden. If LBJ made a decision late in the game. Uh, it worked out. That was a long time ago. Things have changed. But um, there are a lot of people in the wings who could fill the tab. I mean, Gavin Newsom over in California. You've got Gretchen Whitmer, a wonderful governor in Michigan. Uh, you've got the vice president. There are a lot of candidates who could fill the spot, but it's very unlikely to happen. The government is once again facing a deadline for a possible shutdown. Actually, I think there are two very important deadlines, uh, March 1st, and then the remainder would be March 8th. Your take on that, Terry Bracey? Well, I just checked with my partner, Tracy Tucker, uh, and she's very much on the inside of everything in Washington at this moment. And Tracy said that, uh, you know, you can you just can't tell with this crowd, but that her understanding is that the Republican leaders in the House really would like to get this over with, that they don't see any any future benefit in holding things up. Well, we'll see what happens. But at least uh, at least the good news is that they apparently would like to move forward. So that's hopeful. All right, Terry, anything else? Uh, we uh, we were uh, the untimely there, cut off. You are traveling, and uh, cell service can be uh, a little problematic. Anything else you would like to bring up before we say goodbye? Well, I just want to tell you how much I'm enjoying the Arizona basketball team. <laughs> no matter, And it's funny, no matter where I travel, they're always on primetime TV, and it's a real pleasure. Uh, to watch a team that is so well coached, this guy uh, Tommy Lloyd is really a, he's a he's a he's he's a he's a jewel, and uh, it's great to see that. I see we have a new athletic director. Yes, um, that'll be very interesting, and I I wish her the best. And she's been successful everywhere else, so why not here? Uh, and other than that, Bill, I just want to encourage everybody to to really understand what the stakes are here. Not the, you know, we don't like him and we don't like her. And we, you know, life is really a, a series of choices and we rarely get to choose everything we want. But in this case, if the choice comes down to a Biden or Trump, I don't see it as a choice. Biden would uh, align us with Putin. He has already said that. Um, he would basically. You mean uh, Trump? You said uh, Biden. Trump would align us with. I meant. With, excuse yes. me. I meant Trump. Yes. Trump would. I said there's no choice. The choice is to vote for Biden, um, in my opinion. All right. And I voted both ways in my life, so that's what I think. All right, Terry. Have a good day, Bill. I'm thank sorry you about very much. <laughs> no problem. Things like that happen. Terry Bracy with us. Uh, Terry on the road, and uh, you can check out his column. Uh, it appeared in Sunday's Arizona Daily Star. Terry is a contributing columnist to the Star. All right. Uh, we mentioned Mona's. Mona's home of the Danish Kringle, northeast corner of Swan and Sunrise. Encourage everybody to go up there. Check it out. Their website's monasdanishbakery.com. Also want to quickly mention that we are in the Green Things, Zocalo Village Studios, 3384 East River Road for Green Things by the Rito River, just west of the Brandy Fenton Park. Perfect time of year to go by Green Things. Put some of your, uh, we'll put some color in your garden and and get ready now for spring because who knows, uh, the way things are going, the 10-day forecast shows nothing but uh, 70s, even low 80s. So, uh, I don't know if we'll have another uh, freeze. It would be unusual if we didn't. We've only had four uh, in 2024, and the average is, I think, about 10 freezes. So we certainly uh, on the low side there. We've got Shelly Fishman standing by, and Shelly's his thumb going really sideways today. Not much going on on the market, but we've got something very important to talk about right after this. 
Family-owned Jam Culinary Concepts and its family of restaurants has you covered for your special event. Jam caters anytime, anywhere, any size group, and any type of cuisine. Vero Amore, authentic Neapolitan pizza, and noble hops. Craft beer and fine fare are synonymous with quality. Call 954-1468 or log on to jamculinaryconcepts.com. The Regional Transportation Authority's 20-year plan includes roadway, transit, pedestrian, bicycle, and many other transportation improvements across the region. Pima County voters approved the plan in 2006, and the RTA is finalizing a new 20-year plan for RTA board review and approval to seek public feedback on the draft plan. Sign up at rtanext.com for updates. Buckmaster Show listeners know that I'm passionate about travel. When I'm ready to take off on a new adventure, my air travel begins and ends at Tucson International Airport. TUS is nonstop for our community and Southern Arizona. So remember to fly local, fly Tucson. Tucson International is nonstop for Tucson. More at flytucson.com. Nestled in the foothills of the Santa Rita Mountains of southeastern Arizona is Equine Voices and Sanctuary. Home to horses and burros that were rescued from neglect, abuse abandonment, and slaughter. Please consider Equine Voices Rescue and Sanctuary with a financial gift of support and estate remembrance. Learn more about our vision and values at equinevoices.org. Family owned and run since 1985, Moe's Gallery and Fine Framing is the gold standard for quality and professionalism for picture framing, custom frame mirrors, art for your walls, and hanging and lighting solutions. Come in for your design session or set it up electronically. Moe's Gallery and Fine Framing, Fort Lowell and Dodge, and now doing e-commerce at moesgallery.com. This is Bill Buckmaster urging my listeners to join me in becoming a member of the Reed Park Zoo, one of America's top zoos and home to more than 300 animals from all over the world. When you become a zoo member, you receive free daytime admission, discounts on special events and education programs, and so much more. Find out more about zoo membership and everything you need to know about your zoo visit. ReedParkZoo.org Shelly Fishman is a financial advisor and business consultant in Tucson, Arizona. Contact Shelly via BuckmasterShow.com or directly via email at saf824 at earthlink.net. And here he is, Shelly Fishman. Shelly, how are you today? I am well today, Bill. Happy uh, Monday, Tuesday. Happy mon- Monday feel- <laughs> uh, Happy Tuesday feeling like a Monday. Um, the market's... Pretty much not a lot to talk about there, but we do have other things to talk about, right? Yeah, the market uh, is non-directional. After last uh, week, slightly down. Had a big day with a big loss, actually. Of course, kind of came back. It was Tuesday. What? Do you, what else? Um, but it did come back. But right now, uh, the market's kind of flat. There was no uh, market activity yesterday. Right. It was the President's Day holiday. But I do want to talk, pick up on something we kind of touched on uh, briefly last Tuesday, and it's about uh, immigration and the economic impact of thus. Yeah, you know, a funny thing happened last week. The Congressional Budget Office, which is supposed to be non-denominational and apolitical, came out with a new estimate for the growth in GDP in the U.S. economy uh, between now and 2034. And they revised it from their prior estimate up $7 trillion from their prior estimate. Now, you know, that's less than a trillion dollars a year more than they had estimated each year. Trillion dollars, a lot of money. Yeah, it is. And um, uh, the attribution for this additional GDP growth was immigration. Hmm. And they said because of this immigration... Uh, people are going to be earning more money, spending more money. It is going to have a stimulative effect 
on our industries and, and on the things that people need to buy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it is going to have a positive effect on the labor force because right now we have two jobs available for every person looking for a job. And that's just not good because we have whole industries, agriculture, construction, et cetera, that are hurting for for people. Also, you know, service jobs mm-hmm. uh, in restaurants and, and that kind of thing. So, so whatever you feel about immigration, and I'm not suggesting that we should tear down the walls and, you know, just let anybody in who wants to come in. We have some real problems that need to be settled there. But the immigration itself and the likelihood that that will continue over the next decade is very important for the economy, and that's a good thing. And immigrants are buying stuff, okay? They're in this country. They're living in this country, and they're spending dollars. And and they pay taxes (laughs) because the jobs that they have uh, have taxes withheld. Mm -hmm. uh, And whether they're citizens or not or whether they're documented or not, they're paying taxes. So – so, yeah, there, are, there may be problem with drugs coming across the border. There may be problem, you know, with, with people that we don't want in this country coming across the border. Nobody's really documented what the scope of that problem is, but we know it's there. We need to fix this. We can't keep ignoring it. But just from an economic perspective, and after all, that's what I'm about, immigration is very important, always has been to our economy, and probably always will be, especially if people in their 20s and 30s and 40s, stop having kids, which seems to have happened. Talk about health care for a minute, Shelley. Uh, Medicare Part C, uh, we are outside of the open enrollment period. Does that mean you cannot get involved with a Part C program? It does not. And the reason I think this is an important point is because anybody who watches TV, either cable news or network news, is hearing these ads for Medicare Part C, Medicare Advantage. And we know that the the activity around in enrolling in these programs is normally the end of uh, October through the beginning of December every year. But many of the insurance companies that provide Medicare Advantage, and that's what Medicare Part C is, um, these insurance companies have applied and been granted the ability to provide new enrollees outside of the some, traditional out, outs, exactly. period of enrollment. And now, it's not every one of their plans, and it's not in every single... But you could get some type of a plan with the advantage. With, by, again, outside get, get, of get, the get yourself a, an agent yes. who represents more than one company mm-hmm. and ask that question if you're feeling the need to enroll in one of those plans. By the way, you can also get Medicare Part C if you have both Medicare Part B and Medicaid. So there are ways of getting, you know, getting private insurance uh, even uh, outside of the open enrollment period. These ads are very annoying. Um, and, and Yeah, you speaking know, of ads, how about those life insurance policy oh ads? Yeah, you know, even uh, a term policy. And, uh, yeah. and some of the spokespeople, you wonder, oh, my gosh, I haven't seen. Okay. So anyway. Okay. So there are four <laughs> parties to every life insurance policy. Right. There's the insured. Uh-huh. Okay. There's <laughs> the owner of the policy who may be the insured or may be a completely different person. Um, there's the insurance company mm-hmm. and there's the beneficiaries. So those are the four parties. The one uh, of those parties that is immutable, cannot be changed in any policy regardless, or as we say in Brooklyn, irregardless <laughs> of, of the kind of party, is the insured. The insured cannot be, cannot be changed once the policy is issued. That's it. However, the owner can be changed. Um, now, we know that when an owner applies for an insurance policy for some insured, the owner needs to have what's called an insurable interest in that insured. I cannot take out a policy on you, Bill. I cannot take out a policy on the president of the United States. I have no insurable interest okay. in, in those people. But I can certainly take out a policy on my kids or mm-hmm. maybe even my parents or, or whatever. So so uh, the thing is that after an insurance policy, even a term policy, mm-hmm. is issued— the owner can transfer ownership to somebody else. 
the beneficiaries can be changed, or the insurance company can sell a bunch of policies to another insurance company that is also approved in the state. Very liquid, isn't it? It's 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 pretty it's pretty liquid. Moves the only around. thing you can that move. can change yeah. is, is the is is the insured party. Now, why would you want to sell an insurance policy to somebody else? Well. You know, if you have a short-term policy like an insurance policy, a, 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 a term policy, um, that might be a 30-year policy. And you might not need it anymore because, you know, the kids are gone, mm-hmm, you paid mm-hmm, off your mortgage, mm-hmm. and the reason that you took that policy is no longer, you know, meaningful in your life. Mm-hmm. And yet, you know, you're you're still paying for it. You can, one of the things you could do is just cancel it. It's a term policy. Mm-hmm. Uh, or... You can deal with one of these other uh, parties, third parties, who love buying these policies. It's, it's, you know, they know the person who it's on is going to die at some point, and they split it with you. You know, they give you a little bit of money, you know, <laughs> for for giving them the policy, and then they wait for that. So person you make to a die. little something. Out you of make it. a little something. Yeah. So, so the general rule is, if you don't think you need that policy anymore. Then, and especially with a, a uh, whole life policy or universal life policy, um, there are ways of selling that policy. You weigh those pol- those those deals against what the cash value. Now, the term policies have no cash value, but but the other kinds of permanent policies do. You weigh the deal that you're being offered um, for the sale of the policy against what the cash value might be, and make you know make a decision that's. That's in your best interest. My stack of stuff has one more item that I okay. think we need to talk about. and Because we've talked about the Fed at some point this year. Well, we think we'll start <laughs> cutting rates. I mean, who knows? When that happens, is it a short-term, in your opinion, bounce in stock and bond price levels. So when the Fed meets and they announce that they're going to cut interest rates and start cutting interest rates and Jay Powell gets on, you know, gets on the news mm-hmm. and makes a you know, pronouncement, of- pronouncement <laughs> um, I can guarantee you that the very next day the stock market will bounce and it'll bounce up. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I can guarantee that, but, you know, my word is as good as you know any stranger on the street uh but but typically that is viewed as being good for the economy so long as it doesn't threaten the reappearance of 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 inflation so when jay powell does that and now you know we're thinking not till june um you will see the stock market take a bounce in anticipation of that assuming that the inflation stays under control uh and powell doesn't say anything to you know, turn people off on the thing. Um, there will be some build up to that. So, uh, you know, that's one of the reasons I'm so optimistic about the stock market for the balance of the year, because we're looking at uh, cuts to interest rates. Cuts to interest rates work well for corporations because they can now borrow money to invest in their business at a lower rate. They can retire higher interest rates. They can cut their costs. Uh, people who want to buy major appliances or cars or homes, their cost of of borrowing will go down as well. So when the Fed does this, I hope sooner rather than later, it will be a bounce on the economy, and it's a good thing. And for the man or woman listener that just sent me this very nice email, just wanted to let you know how much I enjoy listening to your lunchtime program. Gosh, thank that, thank uh, that person. That I'm going to thank the person, presumably, who is... Uh, who is listening, and uh, thank you very much for that. All right, Shelley, thank you we'll for you next week. your participation in our lunchtime program. See you next week. We'll be right back with Travel Talk with our friend Ryan Hansen.
dine-in or take-out authentic Neapolitan wood-fired pizza at Vero Amore, where every flavorful pizza, pasta, and panini are homemade. Using the finest local and imported ingredients, Vero Amore, Plaza Palomino at Swan and Fort Lowell, and on Dove Mountain in Marana, plus a full catering menu and mobile pizza truck for parties and events. Vero Amore, on the web at veroamorepizza.com. The Green Valley News and Sarita Sun cover two of Arizona's most desirable communities. The newspapers reach more than 75% of the communities each week, with a combined population of more than 50,000. The Green Valley News also publishes a dozen magazines each year, and both newspapers publish up-to-the-minute local news online at gvnews.com. The Green Valley News and Sarita Sun, it's all right here. Cushman and Wakefield PICOR is Tucson's leading independently owned full-service commercial real estate company. Founded in 1985, Cushman and Wakefield PICOR offers leasing, sales, and property management for industrial office, medical, retail, land, and investment properties in Tucson and Sonora, Mexico. Visit our website at PICOR.com for the latest news from Tucson's commercial real estate sector. That's PICOR.com. Call us at 748-7100. Hi, this is Irene Coppola, President and CEO of the Better Business Bureau serving Southern Arizona. The BBB sets the standards for marketplace trust by engaging with and educating consumers and businesses. The BBB is the resource to turn to for the objective, unbiased information on businesses offering national and local consumer services online and in person. Learn more about the many services offered by the Better Business Bureau at bbb.org. For more than a half century, Tucson Gardeners trust Green Things, a family-owned and operated retail and wholesale plant nursery, offering an amazing variety of plants, trees, cacti, pottery, and so much more, all at great prices. The 13-and-a-half-acre site by the Rieto River is also home to the Zocalo Village, specializing in fine Mexican and Latin American imported furniture and art. Green Things open daily at 3384 East River Road and at GreenThingsAZ.com and ZocaloVillage.com. Whether you've considered an all-inclusive luxury cruise, an expedition adventure, or a relaxing river cruise, come to Bon Voyage Travel's annual showcase on March 3rd at the Hilton El Conquistador. Presentations will be offered throughout the day to provide you a chance to hear more about these travel brands and their exciting offers. Bill Buckmaster and I will be teaming up to present the travel trends of 2024. Visit bvtravel.com for more information on Bon Voyage Travel's free showcase on March 3rd. Welcome back. It is the Buckmaster Show. Boy, that was a perfect lead-in, Mr. Ryan Hansen, talking about the travel show. And it is time for Insider Travel Talk on the Buckmaster Show with our travel contributor, Ryan Hansen. Mr. Hansen is President and Chief Operating Officer of Bon Voyage Travel, Arizona's premier travel agency since 1976. The Bon Voyage Travel experts are standing by to create your trip of a lifetime. They are There are three Southern Arizona Bon Voyage offices, River and Campbell, Green Valley and Oral Valley. BVTravel.com is their fine website. It is the first stop in making your travel dreams come true. And without further ado, Mr. Ryan Hansen. Hey, Rhino, how are you? Good, Bill. How are you this week? Doing well, doing well. And I know, boy, this is a busy time of year for you because kind of putting the, the, the finishing touches on, on putting together the annual Bon Voyage show. The venue is the same as last year, the El Conquistador. And uh, my experience with them out there, and I take part in these panels with you, it's always been a good place to have this for this show. It's a great location for us. The Hilton El Conquistador, relatively centrally located for those. I know it's a little more north for some of our our folks in Tucson that are in the southeast, but it provides a really expansive area for over 40 travel partners of Bon Voyages to descend upon Tucson and bring all of the expertise, all of the inspiration to the local traveler to find out maybe where you want to go next and inspire you to maybe think differently about travel Uh, and listen to some presentations, 
talk to the supplier partners themselves, the cruise lines, the hoteliers, the land operators. You get to ask the questions yourself as a consumer directly to them because there's obviously a travel is personal. So you may have a specific question that you want to get answered. And most importantly for people, there's special deals, Bill. So if you come to the show, you can get a discount on um, almost anything across the world that you could think of from a travel standpoint. And travel is an investment, and this is, uh, it's, as you point out, it's personal, but also there is the economic investment, and you want to get uh, the best bang for your buck. Yeah, anytime you dream, plan, and save for something, you expect or hope to be able to make sure that you stretch your dollar as far as you can and uh, make sure that you're getting quality uh, goods or services. And that's what we're here to help you do is to vet out the supplier partners that, that are the best opportunity for you, that create that best value proposition. Uh, and because we sell so much, because we have sent people all over the world and do that all the time, we can ask for special deals. And sometimes it's in the form of savings. Sometimes it's in the form of an upgrade. Maybe you can book the same hotel that we would book you in directly, but we can get you a complimentary upgrade or we can get you a complimentary breakfast uh, every morning that you're staying there. That's the added value that booking with a travel advisor and booking through Bon Voyage can bring you. Uh, and what's great about the travel show, Bill, is people will come and they have a plan in mind. I want to hear about said cruise line. I want to hear about Oceana Cruises. Uh, my friends are talking about it. Well, what's also great, Bill, is you can come and you can find out something that you didn't even know was at the show. And that's something I want to make sure to share with, with our listeners is we have dedicated a specific number of presentations to something you and I talk about a lot, and that's exploration and expedition travel because it's hot, but yet, people don't know all about it. What does it mean to travel expedition style? We have flown in an expert in the industry named Carl Canstatter, who's traveled the world and has created itineraries and knows how to travel on an exploration level. But that doesn't mean compromising your accommodations or your cuisine. It just means that maybe you get a little bit more authentic travel experiences, which is what people are looking for. So if that piques your interest, uh, at 1240 on Sunday, March 3rd, you're going to want to be in Turquoise Ballroom Number 3 for the Discover Exploration Travel presentation by expert Carl Canstatter. And Carl will be able to lay it all out. And, and as you say, he's traveled the world. And uh, I think people will be surprised that uh, the luxury that is available uh, at, in the exploration travel uh, part of the segment of the business. It's not just like, you know, sitting around a campfire and warming up a cup of coffee, Ryan Hansen. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Sleeping in, on the ground not in a tent. It's not that, right? You don't have to compromise those accommodations by any means. And what Carl will help you discover is that it can be done on a cruise and it can be done on land. So if you are not a cruiser, he's going to help explore some opportunities for you that would be land-based exploration that could be soft adventure. It doesn't mean you're going to be uh, free-falling and skydiving and rock climbing but it could be if you wanted it to be that, anywhere in between. Uh, but we also have some great cruise experiences. Uh, we uh, have brought in a lady by the name of Susana Romero, who is the director of Galapagos Sales and Communications. So if you've ever wanted to go to the Galapagos, we have an expert that is coming to Tucson. She'll be presenting at 220, all specifically about the unique flora and fauna and wildlife that you can find in the islands of the Galapagos. How do you get there? Where do you go? Where do you stay? Do you cruise all the way over? Do you fly part way? There's a lot of unanswered questions for people that want to go to the Galapagos and just don't know where to start. Susana Romero, an expert in the industry, is coming to share with you so that way you can unpack what it means to go to the Galapagos. Yeah, and one nice thing about the the show, Ryan Hansen, is you are reflecting uh, kind of the travel trends because uh, this is something you and your team do every day. So you're reflecting what's kind of happened over the past 12 months in the industry, correct? 
yeah, there's a lot that's going on, right? What destinations are hot? What maybe are more challenging destinations to get to because of potentially over-tourism? That's a phrase we use in the industry. Bill, you and I will be sharing the stage, which I love doing on an annual basis. You and I share the microphone. Once a month, we get to share a stage at 1215 on Sunday, March 3rd. Uh, Bill Buckmaster, one of the most well-traveled individuals I know, and trust mm-hmm. me, I know a lot of traveled people in the industry. <laughs> uh, you and I will will share the stage and share some travel trends, some top destinations that either you and I have experienced or that are on our bucket list and soon-to-be travel itineraries in the very near future. I know we love sharing those ideas and thoughts with uh, your listeners that come to the show, but also our clients and, and, and people that are just flat out interested in travel. So I'll touch on on some different topics uh, that might be of interest to the listeners. Yeah, and I always have a few surprises about how to get to a certain destination. I've got Europe in mind. Uh, I always have some ideas that perhaps folks haven't, you know, thinking outside the box uh, to make your trip a little bit different. But that that's coming up for sure with Ryan Hansen. Hey, Ryan, what about Maui? This is something... Uh, this that will be ref- I was talking about uh, travel trends and things that have happened in the past uh, 12 months well people are wondering about Maui will that be reflected in a panel discussion that's a great question Bill I love that uh, some of the places globally that have been touched either in this case with a, a phenomenon that, that uh, was natural causes that potentially and well not potentially it took Maui offline from a tourism standpoint Maui is back open uh, and at 2:20 on Sunday March 3rd at the El Conquistador we have flown in an expert from Maui uh, so if you want to understand what's open what the hotel landscape looks like what's your experience maybe you've been to Maui and you want to go back and you want to know if it's going to be like it was the first time that you went maybe you've never been to Maui and you've always heard great things which Typically, everyone that goes to Maui comes back speaking very highly of that destination because of the the tourist opportunities, the Maui tradition that is there. Uh, You've got the road to Hana. You've got the Haleakala volcano experience. You've got so many different tourist opportunities in addition to just the sun and sand. But because of the incident uh, from August that happened, there's questions. What's it like? We have an expert that's coming to talk about Maui so that we can generate some business we in the industry love kind of the opening of new destinations and the reopening of destinations that had been, you know, damaged in this case, as we mentioned, from natural causes to, to really help the people of Maui get back on their feet. 85% of the economy is driven by tourism to the island of Maui. And Bon Voyage has a history of sending Tucsonans and people from Arizona to Maui and the islands uh, on an annual basis. We want to continue that, but we also want to educate the travelers so that they know what to expect. Yeah, I'm very curious about that. Uh, Generally, is Maui reopened, Ryan? Yes, Maui is reopened for a long, long time. The Ka'anapali Beachhead, which is just uh, to the north of the the main old town of of Maui, where uh, of, of where everything was hit, there mm-hmm. uh, it, it is now opened. All those hotel areas. It's a big hotel district in the Kaanapali Beach area. From one end of the beach, the Hyatt, as you move north, all the way to the Sheraton, to the Black Rock area of Kaanapali Beach, was closed up until October, and then it started to reopen, Bill. But it was a soft reopening. So Lahaina Town, the the town that really was was impacted, it's rebuilding. And so that this is where you'll get a sense of how much has been rebuilt, what is reopened. Unfortunately, many of the restaurants are not back rebuilt, but you can get to the Kaanapali Beachhead, uh, which is where most of the tourism takes place on West Maui. All right, let's talk some more about the travel show. That which is coming up now a week from Sunday at uh, the Hilton El Conquistador. Ryan, stick around. We've got more for you. It's Travel Talk with Ryan Hansen on the Buckmaster Show. We will be right back. Noble Hops is Tucson's original gastropub, serving an ever-changing menu of craft beer and fine fare. Savor the majestic mountain views from the perfect for any season spacious patio at West Lambert Lane in North La Cañada Drive in Oro Valley. 
Order in or take out at Noble Hops, a pub for foodies. On the web at noblehops.com. International Airport, we are nonstop for our community. Our main priorities are providing a safe and secure travel experience and excellent customer service. We're also nonstop for landing prosperity in Southern Arizona by attracting new flights for business travel and family getaways. When your airport thrives, our community thrives. So fly local, fly TUS. Tucson International Airport is nonstop for Tucson. The Regional Transportation Authority plan is funded by a voter-approved half-cent sales tax. The RTA is the largest annual funder of regional transportation improvements in the region, averaging more than $100 million in tax revenue each year. The RTA is preparing a new 20-year plan for public review prior to a May 2025 election. Sign up at rtanext.com for updates. The Friends of Pima Animal Care Center is the nonprofit partner to our Pima County Animal Shelter. We grant critically needed resources to PACC so that it can continue the amazing life-saving progress it has made in recent years. Your generosity helps us find homes for abused, neglected, and abandoned animals at PAC. Learn how you can help at friendsofpacc.org. Are you happy with the news you get? While not all news is good news, you know good reporting when you see it. Check TucsonSentinel.com every day for breaking news and investigative reports. And your say in the comments. It's all in TucsonSentinel.com, your local, independent, nonprofit news. You can rely on TucsonSentinel.com for solid reporting about immigration, Tucson and Pima politics, everything from the border to baseball. It's independent news without the spin. TucsonSentinel.com. We are watching Tucson. The nonprofit Tucson Wildlife Center has been helping injured, sick, and orphan wildlife in southern Arizona since 1999. They're dedicated to the rescue, medical care, and rehabilitation of sick, injured, and orphan wildlife with the goal of releasing them back to their natural habitat. Around 5,000 animals a year come to them as they are the only wildlife rescue in southern Arizona. All made possible through donations. They receive no government funding. Please donate at TucsonWildlife.com. Welcome back. It is the Buckmaster Show in the Green Things Zocalo Village Studios. Perfect weather to take a road trip over to Silver City and Grant County, New Mexico. Only about a three-hour drive east of Tucson. This is a perfect time of year over in the land of enchantment. Great time of year to do some hiking uh, in the Gila National Wilderness or check out the world-famous Cliff Dwellings National Monument. First stop, before you jump in the car or truck or hop on the motorcycle, visit southwestnewmexico.org and then start your planning for Silver City and Grant County, New Mexico. And it's a good time to start your planning for the Bon Voyage, the annual travel show at the Hilton El Conquistador one week from Sunday. Uh, the seminars, the it's, I'm just looking at the Bon Voyage uh, Travel Show uh, website, bvtravel.com. Ryan Hansen, President and CEO of Bon Voyage Travel, with us for our monthly Travel Talk segment. The diversity here, Ryan, you've got ocean cruising, river cruising, of course, land tours. Uh, are you doing the... Uh, I know you did a River Cruising 101, which was very popular last year. Is that on the agenda this year? Thanks for asking. It is definitely back uh, by popular demand. And one reason why it's so popular, Bill, is uh, I don't pick one cruise line and say it's the best. I don't pick one river and say this is where you have to go. I share the unfiltered, unedited, unbiased view of river cruising. So if you've never been on a river cruise, this is the presentation for you because I give you all the different options for cruise lines and say this is what they do best. And maybe for you, 
it's the right choice. And then I go through the different rivers and the different ways to experience river cruising from an experience standpoint. But I also point out some of the negative things of river cruising. I'll give you a hint. There's a thing called water level. If the river water levels rise to a certain point, you can't go underneath the bridges on a river cruise. So what <laughs> happens then? I will tease the audience with that. You have to come to the presentation to know what happens then. So there is a lot to unpack when you think about river cruising. Uh, and so I will throw this to you. I said, if you've never been on a river cruise, this is the presentation. If you've been on a river cruise, you probably have a limited view of what it looks like. I can help show you the rest of it. And I don't have a, uh, a dog in the fight, as they would say, Bill, as which river or which cruise line to choose. I just want you to go on a river cruise because it's a great experience. That's a presentation not to be missed. Is the term revenge travel, do you think, going to pop up uh, during the seminars? <laughs> First of all, let's define revenge travel for your listeners because they may not totally appreciate it. But you and I have talked about this and appreciate and know it, that because of the pandemic, many, if not everybody I talked to, lost out on a trip. And they were making up for those missed trips in 2022 and 2023, it appears that people have shifted their thought process. It's not just about making up for lost time. Travelers now, it's, it's shifting from really from revenge travel to reprioritizing the types of trips that they want to go on. So it's more about uh, getting closer to the locale and the culture of where people are traveling. It's more about extending business trips and making it a personal stay after your business trip because why you can lug your laptop wherever you want in the world and make your business trip a personal vacation if you just maybe bookend it with something special on the front or the back end bill. So people have shifted their thought process uh, from I just want to make up a trip to I really want something special. I want unique. So those bucket list trips are really starting to pop up, be it uh, tracing your heritage, uh, be it the iconic places of the world, say it's Machu Picchu or the Great Wall of China or the Berlin Wall or something like that. That's where people are starting to, to change their focus. And I know you have some special places you've been and maybe even some bucket list trips you're going to share with the listeners at the Travel Show as well for you. I sure am. And a lot of people are now taking trips built around a particular event, Ryan Hansen. That's a great point, Bill. It's not just about seeing something uh, that's there all the time or experiencing the food of a destination. It's the Paris Olympics of this summer of 2024. I want to be in Paris for the Olympics, and I'm going to build a trip around that. Maybe you have some Formula One fans that are listeners, and, and they want to go watch the Grand Prix in the port of Monte Carlo. Well, guess what? Don't just go to the Grand Prix. Take a cruise, and you can be staying the night on a cruise ship in the port of Monaco there, and off you go, and you can watch the Grand Prix in Monte Carlo from the great grandstands and experience things beyond just the event. Um, I hate to say this uh, only because I'm not a huge fan that's going to travel the globe, but, Bill, people are traveling in droves to a Taylor Swift concert wherever she is at in concert in the world. It's unbelievable the number wow. of people that are flying all over the world to see concerts and to see musical acts like a Taylor Swift or someone else. So think about that. If you have always wanted uh, to go to the British Open, if you've always wanted to go to Mardi Gras and be in New Orleans, or you've always wanted to go to Venice for festive uh, masquerades in Venice, we can help you put together those trips that surround these great events of the world. Yeah, just think about it. Taylor Swift performing in Cape Town, South Africa. Uh, people, The Taylor Swift fans may think, well, you know, gee, I sure would love to, of course, go to the concert, but then maybe we'll do some uh, uh, wildlife viewing on safari. That's right. Kruger Park for three days. <laughs> yeah. Taylor Swift in Cape Town. You know, if that's up your alley, by all means, right? <laughs> I mean... Anyway, uh, there are uh, all sorts of activities planned for the travel show, and we do need to mention uh, that there is no fee to get into the show. Let's talk a little bit about the nuts and bolts. 
Yeah, the nuts and bolts. Again, let's circle back, Bill. It's the Hilton El Conquistador on Sunday, March 3rd from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. And what you can expect, first, you need to go to our website uh, and go to bvtravel.com. And all we're asking for you to do is to register so that we know that you're coming. Uh, But it's free. Uh, And why is it free? Because we just want you to come and get inspired. We want you to get educated on what the next opportunity is, and we want you to engage. We hope that you engage with us, obviously. This is Bon Voyage's event. But engage with those travel partners that are from destinations that you want to travel to or that are the actual travel company themselves, like a Royal Caribbean Cruise Line, or they are Ama Waterways, which is a river cruise company, or they're Trafalgar Tours, which is an escorted vacation opportunity. If you've always wanted to travel with like-minded individuals and not have to think about the planes, trains, and automobiles it takes you to get from point A to B to C, Trafalgar could be a great opportunity for you to understand how they can take you anywhere in the world and remove all the headaches and hassles. So you have two opportunities, Bill, when you get to the show to engage. The first one is is our travel showcase floor. This is a trade show floor, and all of these partners will have different booths all around a big, big ballroom, and you can wander around. They'll have brochures. They'll have handouts. They'll have exclusive sale opportunities and travel deals that they can give you on their flyer, and this is your chance to ask that pertinent question directly to them. There will be Bon Voyage travel representatives at each of those booths as well to talk further and maybe set up an appointment with one of our advisors to then follow up and actually make that booking to get your vacation on your calendar But the other one is the presentations that we've talked about. And you and I have only touched on, what, three or four of the presentations that will be amongst uh, close to 30 different presentations throughout the day. Get your schedule mapped out. That's why we want you to go to the website and see the schedule starting at 11 o'clock and finishing, I believe, our last presentation starts at 2.30. So you'll want to make sure that you find out which partners, which travel companies you can listen to throughout the day because there's multiple rooms with presentations going on throughout the day and you don't want to miss one if you show up late you don't want to leave early if you've always thought about the canadian rockies and traveling by train on rocky mountaineer you will want to stay till 220 to hear about all the opportunities that that are in front of you with the glass domed rail Mm, car of rocky mountaineer that is such a great trip. I'm so glad they are back uh, this year and uh, will be presenting. Ryan Hansen, always a pleasure. BVTravel.com. Uh, all the info uh, is available for the travel show, and we'll see all of our listeners out there looking forward to it. Thank you, Ryan. Thanks, Bill. We'll see you soon. All right. Ryan Hansen from Bone Voyage Travel. On behalf of Ryan and John Engineering and producing the program, I'm Bill Buckmaster wishing everybody well.